Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Hi. Thank you for coming tonight. We're very excited to be here with Stukenberg. Thanks for having us. If I burn the tree of knowledge when the ashes lift the curse and could my predecessors failures still become what I deserve and if we grew another garden if we started from the ground could the fruits of good intentions Turn our fate around And if we planted seeds of innocence That could not be outgrown Could the ugly go unnoticed Could the naked go unknown Well, there seems to be a rhythm There appears to be a plan Yes, in history Peace itself, every woman, every man recites an explanation that they do not understand. Yes, they teach it to their children who repeat it yet again. And although the apple wasn't mine. Well, the terms were all determined And the rules were all defined Oh, I if we got another chance Well, I would run to meet the serpent Yes, I'd ruin it all again Yes, I would If everything that happens is firmly said to be like a balance of disaster or a pendulum, you see, that sways upon its axis, that lurks upon its course, because its destiny's predestined. Forever back and forth And so the course continues The cycle never stops Yes, the weakness is within you Though I know you swear it's not But at the moment you begin to Be honest with your thoughts It is the in mine Well the terms were all determined And the rules were all defined Oh I 
Thanks for coming. Thank you for having us. We, we've heard your we've heard your name, and I didn't realize that you guys are brothers. It's, it's uh, David and Josiah. Yes, we are in fact brothers. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. He's awesome. It's uh, Josiah on uh, on percussion, and David Stukenberg on uh, on guitar, etc. Yes, yes. Usually we have a lot more junk with us, but tonight we just uh, have a few things, which is nice. I was going to ask you about all that junk. Yeah. What What yeah. about the junk? <laughs> what would you like to know about the junk? Uh, <laughs> Um, on your website, well, the Silo Project, for starters, is the project that you just put out, right? Correct, yeah. So it do was, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. It was, um, it was, it was what it sounded like, actually. It was, it was a project that we recorded in a silo. In fact, the, the <laughs> title was a, a joke. <laughs> um, uh, joking about the Alan Parsons project. We recorded a, an album in a, excuse me, in a, in a grain silo, and so... Uh, in throughout the process, we had joked about, you know, when we're done with this, we should call it something really clever like the Silo Project. And I'll be darned, we ended up calling it the Silo Project. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we, for like four months, we, uh, we, we didn't do it for the novelty. We just happened to have a silo in our backyard and we didn't have the money for a, a recording studio. And so we figured, let's see what we can make out of this. And so we, we entered into this project. And about the time that we had talked about the idea, a friend of ours who's a a filmmaker from kind of the New York area had come and, and he liked the idea. I think basically he wanted to watch us make fools of ourselves and sell it. Um, and so he did. <laughs> he followed us around for four months uh, or so throughout the process of hanging blankets and towels from pulleys in the top of this big tin echo chamber. So, um, What was the, uh, I like to say, the, the hole to get into this was like 27 inches, right? <laughs> so you had to bring everything, mics... Right. Yeah. Actually, yourself. it was it was twenty three inches. Twenty three. Twenty seven would have been awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny you don't realize. You know, I never thought about the dimensions of my instruments or my friends for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> you learn a lot but, about a guy when you yeah, record in the no, silo. I mean, you know, it yeah. poses some limitations, and so I mean, literally everything that went down had to be under twenty three inches. Yeah. Actually, I'm sorry, twenty three and a quarter inches. You know, in a way, it was kind of discriminatory. You know, because I mean, it was that excluded cruel. all of the you know, rather large people. Yeah. Well, you know, if they'd ever seen Winnie the Pooh, though, I mean, you know, he ran into that kind of thing on a regular basis. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like we're taught this kind of thing when we're kids, you know, and later on in life, you might run into a 23-inch hole, and, I mean, you know, look what happens. We just need more Eeyores in our lives. Now, you know, we thought about, too, you actually did it. I know there are a lot of, a lot of musicians that sort of... Uh, um, um, fantasized about the idea of doing that, like at least using a big silo or something like that as an echo chamber. So it certainly must have been. Was that problematic? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. literally when we when we started in it, I mean, the the, the reverb of a silo is, is of course cool, and you're like, oh, yeah. it sounds so cool. But the thing is, it was so intense, you literally could not understand someone speaking from one side of the silo to the other. Um, yeah. And so, reverb is good, but especially in a recording circumstance, you know, you need to you need to kind of put some reins on it or it becomes yeah. a very bad thing. So you did that with the blankets, et cetera? Right. We, we actually rigged up. It was kind of like, um, like a baby mobile, kind of like mm -hmm. the way we took a bunch of, of lumber and stuff and we, we kind of strapped it together. And I, I, 
definitely violated some OSHA principles uh, in the process. <laughs> and, uh, I climbed up to the top of this thing and I, I, I cabled on like a, a, an old <laughs> rusty pulley that we found in the silo, which is a horrible idea in hindsight. Um, but anyway, we, so then we, we rigged up this, um, this configuration of all these different kinds of blankets. I, I, again, there's two things I learned to pay attention to. One was, um, one was the diameter of of everything that I looked at. You start to just like measure everything, you know, based on this 23 inch gradient. The other thing is you look at fabric for density. And so, <laughs> yeah. so I got to where I was looking, we had all these different kinds of wool blankets, like old military blankets, and then certain kinds of towels hanging at different levels. And, Messed with that for a few days, and that became our. You our, could go uh, into upholstery if this doesn't work <laughs> out. I mean, you know, that was what I was hoping for. Actually, I yeah. thought, you know, if nothing else, when this all ends, I'm going to make one mean couch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so hopefully that day will come. So I also have, kind of imagined you speaking with cans with a string, you know, with the engineer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't really have to use. You're already in a can, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> you're in the same can, so you don't really even need the string. So, so Joel Hager is the guy, right? Correct, Joel Hager. Yep. yep. And. Um, so it's a, it's an audio CD, but it's also a DVD. The documentary. It's yeah, like yeah, it's a documentary. He, uh, like I said, he had followed us around for uh, the better part of yeah. uh, four months. So there was well over sixty hours of footage, which is now in one sixty-minute package. Right. So <laughs> but, are you glad yeah. you didn't have to watch? Every oh my gosh! Bit of it? Yes, I, I didn't even want to watch the sixty minutes, let alone the the sixty hours. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what he gets paid for. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if you go to www.siloproject.stukenbergmusic.com and that'll be on our website too when the, when the podcast is out. siloproject.stukenbergmusic.com and Stukenberg is S-T-U-K-E-N-B-E-R-G. Yes. And, and you don't have to use the umlauts, right? And correct. No, Stu in fact, I, it took me years to figure out how to do the umlauts. I finally figured that out. Yeah? Which yeah. PC or Mac? Uh, Mac. Okay. Yeah. Is it, is it the alt option? Yeah. Okay. Are we yeah. losing you guys? Do you care about this at all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but if you can't remember that, yeah. also uh, the more direct way to get it is StukenbergSucks.com. I'm actually serious. <laughs> so if, if, if you're really bored and you can't remember anything else, just remember uh, you know, a little bit of uh, alliteration. StukenbergSucks.com. And it's there. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. A little self-demeaning marketing. On that note, <laughs> let's play something beautiful. You want to hear a song? Okay. Sure. This one's actually a bit older. I'll count to ten Cover up my eyes again I know the rules And I can't turn around yet And hide and seek You have to promise not Till the thing that you are searching for is here Oh baker, something won't you break me down I'll give my
searching now But you just don't want to be found I'm reading books you left as clues for me to find you I'll close my eyes and you can pretend to be surprised I'll do anything to end this game one day Oh baby, something won't you break me down I'll give my I figured I'd be sane enough by now But I see old men breaking down And look a lot like me Saying life has passed them by And they don't know how I see everything around Captivates and surrounds me And oh, even now I'm a memory somehow Looking back on what's in front of me And oh, I'll remain Cause I hope I already came And went away Still some time Well my best friend just said the world is ending 
Yeah, and honestly, well, that just might be the case. But I'd still rather be a fool who knows the truth is insane than a genius in an emperor's parade. I see everything around. Captivates and surrounds me And oh, even now I'm a memory somehow Looking back on what's in front of me And oh, I'll remain Cause I hope already And oh, even now, I'm a memory somehow Looking back on what's in front of me And oh, I'll remain, cause I hope already came it went away And there was still some time Thank you, guys. I think you need to drop the socks there. I've said it. Okay. <laughs> Listen, marketing knows no bounds. All right. <laughs> that was beautiful. Was that? Thank you. Um, is that on the new? No, that's TV? actually on the old. Okay. Yeah. On, uh, you know, uh, kind of the angsty pieces. What's, what's okay. that? Mountain of Pieces? Yes, yes, it is on Mountain of Pieces. 2007. Is that available on your website, too? Uh, it is. Okay. It is. Uh, also, I think, to the machinestore.com as well. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. Hey, what's your usual instrumentation? Do you often perform as a duo? You guys work great as a duo. Well, thank you. Uh, no, actually. Usually we have um, way too much stuff. We've usually <laughs> got, a, we've got two electric guitars, a banjo, a mandolin, an accordion, um, and then uh, a couple keyboards, yeah. and then Saya plays uh, a toy piano, and then a little, I do. Uh, <laughs> a little Goodwill keyboard. Um, so we've got a lot of junk. Now <laughs> <laughs> I, I happened to uh, when I was listening to some audio on your CD on both on both the the uh, the websites. You'd also go, well, we talked about both of them, and I managed to get two things going at once, two or three things going at once. <laughs> and it, it reminded me of like Tom Waits meets uh, um, Charles Ives. Oh, wow. I think or that's a compliment. Like that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I thought it might be. And I thought, that's really cool. Oh, wait a minute. Charles this... Ives was kind of already like that. Yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, you're, the music is so, it's so interesting and, and, and some of it's very sparse, but some of it also has this just things that you just don't expect at all. Well, thank you. I, yeah. think, I think it's really just attributed to uh, my parents not shelling out the money for Ridlin when I was a child. <laughs> um, and so now I, I have severe ADD and uh, I, I, can't, I can't stay uh, entertained with, with, <laughs> with one instrument for very long. So, yeah. yeah. So expect me to start like walking laps around the stage in about six and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Like that'd be like the Thelonious Monk syndrome if you had. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah, again, I'm not that cool, but oh. yeah, <laughs> not nearly as cool as Thelonious Monk. No, I think who introduced us to you to your name was uh, Everett Thomas. Okay. Yeah, Everett Thomas and uh, Hayward Williams. Have you worked with both of those performers? I have. Yeah. I have. Yeah, they're, they're both good friends of mine. Actually, yeah. they did they did stuff in the silo as well. Okay. Actually, I uh, w when we were doing this, we were. It, it occurred to us because we had all these instruments. We're like, you know, our music really doesn't belong in this environment, but we really want to do this anyway. And so we we looked for friends of ours that were musicians who could pull it off, and those yeah. were actually the two. <laughs> yeah. So they they came out and, and did songs in the silo with us as well. But. That's awesome. yeah. Everett's been on the show, and Hayward's going to be on the show. Yeah. Well, Everett up, spoke very highly of it. Well, that's um, nice. He said the people in the audience weren't very attractive, though. Yeah. So I don't know if any of you were there that <laughs> night, but. <laughs> Faces made for radio. Right, exactly. Well, that's why it's on the radio, that's right? Terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. We had a nice article in the 77th Square. It was Constant State Journal's uh, music. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Music uh, thing today. So that yeah, was very nice. Kachusa was, was really nice to us. Yeah. She, she made us sound a lot cooler than we actually are. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was wondering, has you, have you basically turned this silo into a working studio for other musicians too? No, actually, we moved away. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we, we, we had lived in this, this farmhouse for a while, and then uh, since then, we've, we've, we've all uh, relocated. So, so yeah, so it served its, its purpose while we had it, and so uh, now uh, we're gonna have to find a way to uh, record uh, albums in a dumpster, because that's all we have by our house. <laughs> so it's really all about just finding, you know, what you got to work with. So. We know some guys who did it in a parking ramp. Yeah. Really? Recorded. Yeah. See, there's nothing that has not been done. Like Les Paul back in the day, didn't he record albums in his bathroom? And oh, yeah. Yeah, every single, yeah. For we sure. still do that. Yeah, great yeah. reverb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nothing like a silo, I'm sure. But, Actually, um, the tile bathrooms in dorms, the yeah. big ones that hold a lot of people, those are awesome. I feel like if I were to walk into a dorm and like set up recording equipment in a dorm bathroom, people might be a little creeped out. I mean, especially if I had recording equipment in the bathroom, right. you know, but maybe not. It's worth a shot. Yeah. yeah. Great way to sell CDs, though. You could just set up a little, you know, set charge them to get into the shower. They, if right. they don't purchase Do the, the CD, they can't thing. get clean. Yeah. Hey, you need a dime. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, Madison's got, what, 50,000 students? So, I mean, I feel like that's a pretty, pretty healthy demographic. It's a great market. Yeah. And they yeah. all have to go to the bathroom from what I hear. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josiah's just shaking his head. He's well, gone. I don't yeah. know what to say. Says, I've got a mic, but I'm just staying away from this. He's a smart man. He is. Yeah. He is. So what else do you have? Uh, well, uh, would you like to hear a silo song? Sh whatever you'd Sh like. Whatever? Okay. Um, yeah. uh, what should we do? Uh, I know. Okay. Uh, this, this is a song um, about love, uh, divorce, and the economy. <laughs> Did I just hear a bummer? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Simple addition is the key to success. Seven tenths 
of the time I found a formula to save us She said let's subtract and divide You see the sum of our differences is greater than two I can't do this anymore So ten percent growth in the times that we don't speak So it's the end of the equation There's nothing left to calculate A civil type of separation A mathematic twist of fate was inevitable he supplies she demands their love was logical so laissez-faire he's done all that he can and so the partnership fades with every fiscal day that passes that passes and the market soars every depression ignored till it crashes Yeah, it crashes And it's the end of the equation There's nothing left to calculate A civil type of separation Thank you, guys. All right. So this next song is about politics, um, which is really ironic and for the following reasons. Uh, when I got here tonight, I was talking to uh, our very brilliant engineer, and he, and he says, you're allowed to swear, but I wouldn't recommend talking about politics, which I think is great. I totally wholeheartedly agree. 
Because if there's one thing that is absolutely ridiculous, it has to be musicians talking about politics. Because trust me, I should know, if there's one demographic of people that knows nothing about politics, it is most definitely musicians. However, uh, despite that fact, uh, many, many people seem to, uh, a lot of my friends anyway, hopefully not your friends, uh, seem to listen more to uh, their favorite pop star uh, in regards to, to politics than they do um, to, uh, you know, for instance, um, CNN or, or C-SPAN or whatever, whatever your choice may be. And I find that very funny. So um, anyway, uh, that, that's the first half of the introduction. The second half is that when you're a musician, you have all your friends constantly telling you, hey, you know what you should write a song about? Which incidentally is really annoying. So if uh, any of you guys have musicians that are friends, quit that. <laughs> but anyway, so one of the things that I had a lot of friends <clears throat> constantly telling me, like, you should write a song about politics. To which I usually responded, I'm sorry, I don't know anything about politics. Why on earth would I write a song about politics? But then one day I decided, you know what, I'm going to do it. I mean, it does seem to be the cool thing to do. And so I decided, if I'm going to do it, though, I'm going to do my homework. So I, uh, you know, I read Newsweek, Wall Street Journal, People Magazine. I mean, all the credible sources, watch C-SPAN, MTV. I mean, I got my crap together. I really did. Um, yeah, oh, of course, and Fox, how could I forget? Oh, no Fox, <laughs> they're up there with MTV. Um, anyway, so, uh, <laughs> okay, hey, serious guys, this isn't funny. Right, this is really legit. <laughs> uh, but seriously, do not listen to musicians when they talk about politics. Here's a song about politics. <laughs> From a lot of homework. Well, guns kill people like McDonald's made us fat In an archless world you'd be obese And you'd kill me for saying that But you would not need a weapon Just the hands of peaceful men To slit my throat with documents And stab me with a pen And then Recycle my corpse, Senator, let my body not pollute Cause my flesh is biodegradable and my bones can be reused To build a better planet, yes, so organic, safe and green It's a sound reform and it's fueled by corn, soylent as it may be my brain give me welfare for my wellness and soma for my pain oh and help me dr huxley mr orwell stole my faith he said you help me understand and you tell me what to say but i can't say anything they don't already know their decisions have been made and the seeds have all been sown and what will grow so quickly from the soil of this disease is the kind of love that haunt me 
your submission is required All the mighty kings of democracy will throw you in the But it's not bad, comrade. The healthcare will be free. So prescribe yourself some tolerance as the flames consume your feet. World peace. World Guys. Yeah, Nicely I, done. I, I had a hard time taking that seriously until he started playing the kazoo, and then, <laughs> then he had me right there. Well, we, we, you know, it's, it's kind of insurance just to make sure that people don't take you too seriously. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, I, and I hate to say this, but when you said world peas, I started thinking about a blender. <laughs> yeah. As in, like the vegetable, the produce. Yeah. World yeah. peas. That's actually yeah. what it was about. Turns out. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it turns out that if there's one thing that will solve world hunger and all forms of war, it is in fact peas. Um, uh, yeah, actually Fox. Fox is, is, is the one that let me, let me in on that. They discovered that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like they discovered a pill. Have you noticed that? Which pill? I like that. Well, I don't know, just a late pills. night yeah. stupid, yeah. They've discovered a pill. Scientists have discovered a pill. He's like, they were digging in the rocks or something. Or something. <laughs> hey, wow. It's a pill. <laughs> I Thanks, wish. Dave. Oh, no problem. All right. What, what do you guys want to hear? Oh, it's all good. It's, it's, it's all, all good. good? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, well. Now, where, I wanted to ask before, uh, the farm, was that your farm? Did you grow up in the farm where the silo is? No, no, it was not my farm. I actually, I grew up in uh, the redneck terrain of eastern Kentucky. Oh. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was in, a, in a, a farmhouse that we were renting. Okay. Uh, kind of in the East Troy area. Right, okay. So you don't yeah. have a real strong accent. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's something I really didn't want to have. So, have you worked on it literally, or just haven't been? No, there no, I, I definitely worked on it. Um, and every time I, I go down there and come back, I need to, uh, uh, you know, surround myself with some of my relatives from the UP for about a week just to kind of balance it out. <laughs> and it usually works because then I'm like, you know, I really don't want to sound like this, but I also really don't want to sound like that. And so you kind of end up somewhere in the middle. It's good for the old yeah. subconscious. Yeah. Stukenberg, making friends everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, so you maybe can... you should just, you know, settle in Fargo. Fargo, there, yeah. Not yeah. a bad idea. You're, You're in the right really... place, actually. You're kind of like right between all of this. I can see yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. Vince Lombardi built that, right? Uh, the Fargo, he built that, right? He... Vince Lombardi back in the glory years? Sure. No. no. Sure, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think yeah. that's Green Bay. Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, my bad. He I'm built making this friends city. Too, <laughs> oh, that's a different, right? That's, yeah. <laughs> So what the heck do you read anyway? It's very, uh, very in, great lyrics, very interesting lyrics. How long well, have thank you been? Thank you. What's that? How long have you been writing? I mean, um, you're well, I, I eighteen now, and it's it's hard. It's hard, it's hard to say. I uh, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up, so I, I think that I kind of started probably writing songs uh, a bit earlier than I'd like to admit. Yeah. <laughs> but didn't probably start showing people them until I was like fourteen or so. Right. But yeah. So you, so you literally had like this uh, this backlog of. of Right. Songs yeah. And you're yeah. Just performing in the 
bathroom and the tile bathroom. <laughs> right. Or, or not at all. It was funny. I, I don't think, I don't think for me writing started like, um, uh, you know, I want to write a song about a girl or I want to write a song so that a girl will like me or I want to write a song about this or that. It never yeah. started topically. It's just, I think it was more, uh, I'm really bored right now and I don't have anybody to talk to. So I'm just going to, I'm going to make something. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was more, it was my Nintendo, you know. <laughs> But, Did your parents yeah. ever make you play in front of guests? Uh, later on a little bit, yeah. but they, uh -huh. they were pretty good about that. I think they understood that, um, you know, kind of how demeaning that was. Like, hey, your grandma's here, yeah. sweetie, come play a song. You know, I, uh -huh. I don't know. I mean, there, there were a couple times, but I think that, uh, I don't know, I think that, that they knew that if, if I was to continue to play music, for them to do that would probably be a poor decision. So, yeah, or very least if they wanted to know about me playing music, that right. would be a poor decision. So, did did yeah. they do, did you, Josiah, did you have the same experience? I was never the big musician. No. I was David. You were banging on oh, cans. Oh, don't listen to him. <laughs> they weren't as embarrassing to me. <laughs> What's the age difference, you guys? I can't. Six years. Six, Six years. wow, wow. Yeah. I am so, I'm so bad at judging age. I just, I never even try because I'm just horrible at it. Yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, well, Sia's si 46 and I'm 40. <laughs> well, so. see, yeah. I would never. Yeah, I know. We, we've taken good care of ourselves. We really yeah. have. You, you do. You look great. We eat a lot of peas. Peas, yeah. Pearl peas. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. And we also found that, that miracle pill underground. So the yeah. two together really have just <laughs> preserved us very well. Yeah. <laughs> And not the blue one, though. Don't take the blue one. <laughs> Never take the blue one? No, don't take two of them don't in take a row. Two of them. And remember, when you're going through Chicago, make sure you have exact coins. Yeah. Why is it? This is, this is going off on a rabbit trail. It really trail. is, yeah. I drove to Chicago the other day. I think, I think it cost me like almost $8 between going there and back. I, I feel I like Wisconsin should start charging tolls that are all more than the Illinois ones. Because what the heck? We're the yeah. people who are driving there, right? Like, we should totally, yeah. I mean, and not only that, the roads are horrible. Well, you know what was weird, though? The other day, I was driving down there, and you guys can maybe corroborate this, and it, it shocked the, the heck out of me, because um, usually that's the case, right? It's like, you're going along, and then all of a sudden, it's like you, you pay your first toll, and all of a sudden, it's, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, I'm wretched. Gonna, and now it's sort of the opposite. It's sort of the Wisconsin, you know, and then, and, then, and then you hit Illinois, and it's like, ooh. You know, what is up with that? See, I have that is. I mean, there are parts of it, but I guess in my yeah. experience, the potholes are well bigger than Wisconsin's cows. Right. I mean, I've run into oh, some yeah. big potholes in Chicago, <laughs> and they're always, you know, right in that one unavoidable spot. So, oh, yeah. if for some yeah. reason the mayor of Chicago is listening to this podcast, dude, seriously, what are you doing? Can you please <laughs> fix this, or we're going to start charging your people to come to our towns? But we'll get off that soapbox right now before the mafia shows up and You're gives in us all trouble. free pizza. The Illinois podcast people yeah. just, oh. oh my God, the numbers are going backwards. Oh. No, no. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Shouldn't have mentioned tolls. Yeah. W one other quick question, and we definitely want to get to some music, but um, growing up in eastern Kentucky, uh, were you surrounded by music? Was that, uh, I mean, I would imagine that, uh, like the uh, banjo in your background, what came first, guitar, banjo, uh, gu Guitar did. My, my dad okay. plays guitar, and so actually this, this was the guitar I learned on. <laughs> nice. Um, he, he, uh, he played guitar. Uh, no, the, the traditional like bluegrass stuff was, was not really something that, okay. that I grew up on. I think I later discovered it actually kind of along with like, you know, Bob Dylan and Neil Young and yeah. a lot of these people. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, there was definitely always music in our house, but yeah. it would be more along the lines of old hymns and stuff like that, not so much the actual bluegrass. 
That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the stereotype, thinking of Eastern Kentucky. And it's right. like, everybody no, well, plays it's bluegrass. A, it's a legitimate one. You know, also, they don't wear shoes, and they do drink moonshine. So, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're all, they're all pretty So spot. that is true. Yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> no problem. Well, great. Now people in Kentucky aren't going to listen to this either. Jeez, We're just we are knocking just them off one by one, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm glad you guys are here. We'd no, be in a ton of trouble. <laughs> no, one, stukenbergsex.com. There you go. There now you go. Now. That's yeah. where it comes from now. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe we should get a Nike sponsorship for that part of the state. <laughs> get them shoes. Get them shoes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a charity yeah. that has overlooked shoes for Kentucky people yeah. to store their moonshine in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have time for a couple more tunes. You have uh, sure. a couple more? All right. I, f- I feel kind of bad for, for being all pessimistic and political. So let's go to the complete opposite and do a, a sappy, shallow love song for a pretty girl. I don't like love songs. You have to do that one. For those of you who don't like love songs, um, feel free to walk away right now. I won't be offended in the slightest. I probably would. We just lost Josiah. He's gone. For the rest of you... (laughs) That's really not funny, man. He's gone. For those of you who aren't here, uh, my bandmate just walked off stage and left me here, which is really kind of awkward. This really isn't part of it. He really took it seriously. Oh, great. That's how it's going to be. All right. Fair enough. He's back there going... All right. All right, for the rest of you, this is your opportunity to kiss someone. Okay. If all at once I couldn't speak, I would. Write you a letter and might communicate it better Written down If all at once I lost my sight I would color what I could not see If you'd swear to share your crowns with me
fall at once we both grew old May I hit on you with pickup lines like those Dentures make you look so fine and fall at once I forgot your name Would you banish me from your world I just called you beautiful instead 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 Thank you guys Dentures are hot. Who, who hears me? Dentures hot, right? Yeah. <laughs> Josiah, I saw him over there. You were wiping away a tear, man. You were. I won't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> Secret. I think it was pizza sauce. That's right. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for listening to that, guys, and not walking out. I guess you guys must have significant others who are pressuring you not to leave. That's cute. It's real cute. <laughs> Well, we have time for one more song, but we should definitely remind folks, go to uh, stukenbergsucks.com, S-T-U-K-E-N-B-E-R-G, sucks. And then uh, www.siloproject.stukenbergmusic.com as well. Uh, not only here at the Brink Lounge, you're going to be coming up uh, April 27th, Carroll College in Waukesha, Wisconsin, uh, Heartland, Wisconsin, Sheboygan, you're going to be back here in Madison on May 15th. 2010 at the Memorial Union Terrace. It says 12 a.m., is that right? You're... Oh, goodness, I hope not. Um, <laughs> I didn't think so. No, I, th I think we're playing the terrace at about 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Yeah. Oh, that's prime time. Is this for the whole band? Yes, that is going to be with the Actually, Man. the whole band plus probably Hayward and Everett are going to show up as well. Awesome. Yeah. And then uh, May 29th, the Chocolate Fest in Burlington. Yes, sir. Free How chocolate for all. How do you get a, jog, like, a gig like what that? What time? Uh, yeah. also, 9, also 9 p.m. Okay. <laughs> Is there going to be a bus leaving from here? Man, I hope so. Chocolate. I think fest. Nestle should provide I'm that. Be on it. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it sounds like. There is massive amounts of chocolate. I, I thought that it was just a name because Nestle was there, but it turns out it really is all about chocolate. There is chocolate sculptures and um, chocolate people, and uh -huh. people wear chocolate shirts and chocolate pants. I'm exaggerating now, but there really is a lot of chocolate. Cancel our gig, honey. Yeah, we're done. We're there, man. We're there. <laughs> All right, well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Oh, uh, we really, we really appreciate it. This last song, actually, um, uh, this was, this was uh, something of, a, of an evil prank. We we played on some of our friends, and now we're about to play it on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, so anyway, recording in a silo presents a lot of limitations, as we had had mentioned. And uh, one of one of the things we really wanted to have for this one song was we really wanted to have a choir. Um, but I really couldn't figure out how to phrase. Will you please? come out to my cornfield and crawl through my 23-inch hole in my silo and sing on a, a song to any uh, choir that would be worth having in our silo. So um, we concluded that we needed to find another way. <laughs> and so we decided, I know what we'll do. We'll, uh, we'll have a party. Yeah, we'll have a party. That's what we'll do. But what we'll do is we'll only invite people who can sing <laughs> and who are under 23 inches, of course. <laughs> Ouch, right? Um, 
But anyway, and so uh, what we did is we did just that. We uh, we decided that it was the last thing we recorded in the silent. We decided that that uh, we're gonna do this. We're gonna throw this party and we're gonna mic the room. And so what we did is we we brought all these people out. It was about 35 people, all of our friends, actually including Hayward Neverett. Um, and they they came out and uh, and it was mandatory. Uh, two things actually. One one was that they had to wear a costume in order to be there. Uh, and the second was that they had to sign a waiver before they came in, which incidentally, um, those of you who have seen us before have heard this, um, but the rest of you, this is also very valuable. Uh, two lessons from tonight. One is, is that you don't listen to, to musicians who sing about politics because they absolutely know nothing. That's the first. Uh, and the second lesson for the evening is if you're ever going to a party where you're asked to sign a waiver, you shouldn't go. Um, so uh, so that's, that's, the, that's, that's the two morals of the story to take away from this. But anyway, uh, so we taught them the chorus, uh, and what they didn't know is that while they were singing on this last song, we, we literally had the, had the silo mic'd, and so they're on the album. They're on the last song. So anyway, this song is called Never Enough, and what we're going to do is we're going to force you to learn it. <laughs> you thought you were coming to watch music. Uh, great. Okay, ready. Here are the lyrics. But it's never enough. Pretty simple. But it's never enough. Ready for it? But it's never enough. You probably guessed it, but it's, yeah, never enough. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to show you the melody. Okay, ready? But it's never enough But it's never enough But it's never enough But it's never enough Think you can do that? Give it a shot? But it's never enough But it's never enough But it's never enough But it's never enough You guys sound lovely. You should have been in the silo. You also should assign waivers. Um, kidding. Okay, so here's the way this is gonna work, all right? Uh, we're gonna give you a signal when it's time. Uh, here's what the signal's gonna look like. Is that, is that too, is that, is, that, is that gonna be too difficult? Or should we do something like, Saya uh, can like slap his left ear. Would that work better? I would like that much better, no? Okay, all right, we'll stick with the head nod. All right, you guys ready for this? All right, remember, this is gonna be on iTunes. Do you have any idea of the magnitude of what you're doing? Seriously, guys, Steve Jobs is going to listen to this. And he'll know who it was. Uh, if any of you are, are bad, we'll tell him. It's like Santa Claus. That said, no pressure. Just relax. It's all, it's all for fun. All right, we ready?
If you get me out of this one, I'll be a real good boy. I'll change my bad behavior for a single serving savior. Yeah, I'll return the favor in time. Let's make a Proposition I will Let you be my friend On only two Small conditions But it's never Thank you so much. Stukenberg. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> David and Josiah. I hear I can't. I had to say her first name. But... 
I can't help myself. So go to StukenbergSucks.com and SiloProject.StukenbergMusic.com. And uh, special thanks tonight. Thank you all for coming. A special thanks to Mr. Anderley Valley, our front of house engineer and podcast producer, Bear Sound. And thanks to the Brink Lounge and WRT 89.9 FM and WRT HD. You can come to our live show here in Madison every Tuesday night, 701 East Washington Avenue in Madison. And uh, listen to our podcast on madtoastlive.com and on iTunes in the podcast directory and on Friday nights on WRT 89.9 FM here in Madison. Thank you all for coming. Okay. <laughs>